it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughn Benison. Thanks for your company. Before we get into today's feature interview, I've been asked by Janine Sadu to let you know that uh, the Blind Citizens Australia National Women's Branch is looking for a new moderator for their Women Talk email list. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in and you're a member of the National Women's Branch, get in touch with nwb at bca.org.au. That email address again, nwb at bca.org.au. Or you can call BCA and uh, let them know you're interested and Janine or one of her team will get back to you. So uh, training is provided. It's uh, simply about moderating the email list, checking on who's subscribing and who's not, etc, etc. So uh, if this sounds like you, then get in touch. We're joined this week by John Simpson, President of Blind Citizens Australia, and Emma Benison, CEO. And uh, they're here to talk to us about some very important uh, upcoming events and opportunities for people. John, we'll start with you. The nomination's going out very shortly, if it hasn't gone out already, for the uh, David Blythe Award, a very important award for Blind Citizens Australia. Talk to us about uh, the inception of the award and, and perhaps some of the key people who won it over the last uh, number of years. Sure, Vaughan. The uh, David Blythe Award was um, instigated back in 1991 or ahead of the 1991 National Convention, actually. And, of course, it's named for David Blythe, who is a founding member and really pillar of the establishment of uh, Blind Citizens Australia. And it's an award that is set up to acknowledge people who make a substantial contribution to improve the lives of people who are blind or vision impaired. And I stress that it's, it's not just about people who have made a contribution to BCA, because in fact, we have a separate process of certificates of appreciation for that purpose. But these are people whose contribution really has impacted on the lives of, uh, of, of our population in a much broader sense. So to give you an example, the first award recipient was a fellow by the name of Ron Burnett from uh, South Australia. And Ron had worked uh, back in the 60s and 70s and into the 80s very much as an advocate for blind people in the workforce in South Australia and nationally uh, through organised such as the various state-based blind workers' unions that were active in that time. Um, beyond that, uh, in 1993, Barbara Sattler was uh, uh, presented with the award and some people will recall Barbara's name because she was the founder of the Hero Book Service, uh, which, of course, was established in Tasmania and provided thousands of audio books on cassette into the public library uh, system. So it's a it's an illustrious it's an illustrious list, Vaughan, of uh, people who have made a fantastic contribution to improve the lives of the people that BCA represents. And of course, the most recent recipient is now a BCA staff member, Martin Stewart, won it in uh, 2019, I think it was, wasn't it, for his work on advocacy for people who are blind or vision impaired? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Martin uh, was awarded in 2019. And of course, in more recent years, the awards have been made every second year as we moved our national convention to a two-yearly cycle, uh, so there wasn't a recipient in 2020, uh, and we're due to call for nominations right at this time in 2021, Vaughan. 
We've talked about some of the individuals who've won the awards and some of the uh, amazing achievements that those individuals have had. What are you looking for in particular for people uh, to nominate for the David Blythe Award? I think the key criteria, Vaughan, is people whose work, whether it be in a professional sense or a volunteer sense, has really contributed in a way that can be demonstrated to improving the lives of people who are blind or vision impaired. So that might be through uh, their employment with a particular organisation. It might be through their leadership of volunteer organisations. It might be as an example uh, of the skills and abilities of people who are blind or vision impaired in the broader community. So, for example, uh, people like Professor Ron McCallum, who was awarded in 2017, is a real role model for people who are blind and vision impaired, uh, although most of his career was in the academic area. Uh, Emma, perhaps you could talk to us about the uh, the process for nominating someone for the David Blythe Award and, uh, you know, some of the rules uh, that surround that. Sure. So, essentially, um, nominations will open this week and close on the 4th of August. And what we're really looking for is we're certainly not looking for an essay on pages and, and pages of information. Um, for the David Blythe Award, we're looking for no more than 250 words. And essentially, you know, we're wanting to know, as John said, um, wanting to understand what uh, the nominee has done um, to improve the quality of life of people who are blind or vision impaired. And so, you know, essentially we're looking for, you know, key key achievements, um, you know, what, what people have contributed. Um, maybe, you know, if they have faced particular or overcome particular challenges um, along the way, then we, you know, that would be good to hear about too. Um, and, but we don't need a lengthy sort of dossier. We just, we just want, um, something fairly short so because we do want people to nominate it's 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 much better um, when we have you know a broad array of, of nominations that the board can then um, make a determination about um, so we really encourage people to nominate um, people for the award um, that they think are, are deserving of it once the nominations have closed um, there'll be a small committee formed um, consisting of um, members of the board who will then um, make a determination about um, who will receive the award and then there'll be um, a presentation which will include other awards that we're going to talk about um, in a minute including certificates of appreciation and also uh, the National Women's Branch um, Aspirations Award um, on the 15th of October and that will be um, this year an online event. Mm. Let's talk about those certificates of appreciation. They have a very different focus from the David Blythe Award. Uh, how are they awarded and to whom? So they are essentially awarded to people who have made a significant contribution to the work of BCA, whether that be um, at local, state or national level. And um, so they are very specific to the work of, of BCA. That's probably um, the major difference between the two. Um, and so, you know, often we get uh, people who have, um, you know, uh, resurrected or brought to life a, a branch. Um, sometimes we'll get people who have, um, you know, advocated for significant change in their local community um, 
and you know done that through through BCA. So um, yeah, essentially that's the that's the difference between the two awards. It's a BCA specific award rather than a broader, um, li- you know, lifelong achievement um, award. And the nomination process is the same, I imagine. The nomination process is almost exactly the same. Um, the only difference is that we're only asking for 150 words um, for the certificates of appreciation because um, obviously, you know, the David Blythe Award is is um, a much longer term, um, you know, award that where we want to hear more about people's history and, and they're going to have a, a long list of achievements um, to be eligible for that award. Mm. Well, if you know somebody who uh, you feel needs to uh, take their place in the honour roll, particularly of the David Blythe Award, and but also the uh, Certificates of Appreciation, then uh, look out on the member update and the BCA website for information on how you can nominate them. Coming up shortly, I understand there's going to be a session uh, featuring some recommendations, as would usually be done as part of the BCA convention, which we haven't had for a couple of years owing to current circumstances with COVID and things like that. Tell us about that. John, perhaps you could uh, start. So that's right, Vaughan. This is a uh, uh, something that we normally include within the context of a, a national convention. But of course, when we've been doing the BCA Connect programs, the two of them that we've run, there hasn't been the time for the sort of discussion session that uh, is normally around the BCA recommendation session. So we're running a specific uh, Uh, online event uh, where people will have the opportunity to put forward either as individuals or through their branch um, recommendations for policy work that BCA might uh, look to undertake. Those uh, recommendations, if they're endorsed by the people who uh, attend virtually that that event uh, are then uh, put to the board and the board works out its priorities in how they might be addressed either through the work of our staff team or through the National Policy Council. Uh, and they might be issues around um, improving information access, about travel. Uh, they could be around things about incentives for employment, Uh, Any of the sort of broad policy work that BCA undertakes um, can be addressed. And uh, in previous uh, uh, iterations of the award, and I'm thinking back to the 2017 and 2019 conventions, there was some very positive discussion about the sorts of areas where uh, BCA should focus. And that serves as one of the guides that, uh, that we use to determine our strategic direction and our policy priorities in the coming year or so. So will this, uh, the session of recommendations be as part of the, uh, the award-related ceremony on the 15th of October, or do you have other plans for that? No, it'll be part of um, the BCA Inform series. Um, it'll be in the month of September um, for that BCA Inform. Um, so we'll be we'll be putting out details of that um, soon, alongside um, calling for those recommendations. And um, in the um, call for expression of interest, um, we have actually included quite a number of. Um, examples of um, previous recommendations, some of which are fictitious and some of which are real. Um, but yeah, we've we've included some examples so people know, you know, what are the sorts of things that um, that they might want to um, make recommendations about. But we don't want people to feel constrained by those; they're just examples. And also wanted to um, 
make sure people are aware that if if you have any questions about you know what's what's appropriate what's not or what format they should be in you know they're very simple they don't have to be academic you know theses it can be just a very simple short um suggestion and but if you have any questions obviously um you just need to give us a call or send us an email and we can assist with that and again the same the same kind of approach will apply we'll we'll put a small um committee of the board um together and we'll just um have a look at them make sure that they comply with the very simple kind of you know criteria that um we've set for the recommendations um just make sure that you know they're consistent um and then um you know we'll we'll include them and if we receive too many which i you know i think that would be great if we received too many um then even if we can't consider them all in the discussion um they will all be considered by the board so um everyone can be assured that um you know this this is a really important opportunity for you um as our members to have a say um, in the future of our organisation. I mean, there are lots of opportunities now um, for that to happen, but this is just one of them. So really strongly encourage you to take up that um, opportunity. I think, Vaughan, the important thing for people to remember is um, to try and identify a need and a course of action, not necessarily a solution, Mm -hmm. but how um, people would see that BCA might address a particular need. Emma Bennis and John Simpson, once again, thanks for joining us. And uh, I wish you all the luck with uh, gathering the appropriate nominations and, of course, those important recommendations as well. We'll keep reminding you about those processes on New Horizons in the weeks to come. John Simpson there and Emma Bennison from Blind Citizens Australia. If you'd like to contact BCA, 1800 033 660 is the telephone number, 1800 033 660. Or you could email BCA at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. Remember to check out the BCA website to find out all about what's happening in and around Blind Citizens Australia. And of course, if you are a member, you will most likely be subscribed to the member update, which comes out every week. And uh, you'll get to find out what's happening in the organisation and, of course, what's coming up in New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. Talk to you next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dream.